I've been accepted to Cameo. Cameo? Yes. Hold on, is that that voice thing? No, ca- Cameo is that web service where, like, celebrities are paid, like, a couple hundred bucks to, like, give people birthday messages. Well, it, it, you could also, like, get voice messages and stuff, though, from it, right? I mean, sure, I, I, I need to set up my profile. But the point is, Harry, I'm in. Don't know how. <laughs> Why? What? How? What? <laughs> in what context? Like, I, I, a couple months ago... I, I don't know. I think we were talking about Cameo or something like, or not even a couple, like a long time ago, several months ago. Like we were on Cameo, there was the button like apply as talent, and I clicked it as a joke, and now I'm in. Like I, I filled it out honestly, like the how many followers do you have section, like, you know, 100,000 or above, 100,000 to 50,000, 50,000 to 10,000, less than 10,000, like, I put less than 10,000. I didn't lie about that. It it didn't ask a follow-up like, how much less than 10,000? It's a lot less than 10,000. In what, like, did you, did you apply as a podcaster? I think I, Harry, this was long enough ago. I don't remember what I applied as. It must have been podcaster slash media personality. What's extra weird about this is that I know that you don't drink, so you couldn't have been drunk when you did this. No, this was absolutely sober shitposting, Harry. All my shitposting is perfectly sober. Well, alright. What, what's your... What's your price gonna be? See, I, I'm debating that. Like, so, I have no business being on Cameo. So, my instinct is one of two directions that I haven't decided yet. I the first like dollars or a million? Exactly. Exactly. Like, I did some browsing, and the number one, like, the highest level person on Cameo is a rapper that gives birthday messages for $2,000 for a few minutes. So all I have to do is be above $2,000, Harry, and I'm the most expensive person on Cameo. Hmm. Now, will, will the algorithm come to its senses before it allows me to do this? Or will I have a glorious, like, five-minute window where I can take that screenshot of me being right above that guy from Shark Tank? Welcome to Brokazatsu, Two Brothers Exploration of Tokazatsu Shows and Related Media. My name's Sam. And I'm Harry. And I have to apologize to my future self because... I mean, it's not really a long story, but, like, I was at the store in the bakery section, and I noticed that, like, a very large chocolate cake had a 50% off sticker. Oh and boy. I guess, like, it was too much trouble for them just to have a gun I could put in my mouth and shoot because... <laughs> like... What what kind of chocolate? Are, are we talking like Boston cream cake? Are we talking like German chocolate? Like paint a picture here. It's tall. It's it's glazed. It's got like chocolate in it. It's basically just like a chocolate cake. It's fancy and like 
Does it have buttercream frosting or does it have like a nice thicker ganache? More, more ganache, more ganache. Oh, damn. Damn. And yeah, like, that's that's dangerous. I already had a, you know, I had a like healthy piece of it like every night for the past couple nights. Okay. And like and you're putting it in the fridge? Like Yeah, I mean, like the, there's a big community fridge. Okay. And cuz it's too big for my own damn fridge. <laughs> Maybe the episode photo will be a photo of this, but, like, I haven't made too much of a dent in that, and, like, I, I'm probably gonna have to put a note in the fridge and, like, I made a mistake, you got too much cake, please take some of it. What's the best way you can get people to eat a cake? Like, I mean, that almost seems like too much work. Like, why not just free cake? Or take, take a slice, or, you know, like, how basic can you get here? To get people to take that problem off your hands. I mean, free cake would probably cover it. Any more information is almost worrying. Free cake, I swear I didn't do anything to it. <laughs> free cake, there's not an interesting story here. Free cake, I can't help myself. Free cake, stop. please. Free cake, <laughs> I, it keeps happening. Free cake, I beg you. Help me, free cake. <laughs> uh, Speaking of biting off more than you could chew. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, our heroes did, like us. Like, this might be... A... I know we... You know, the short ones, we've said it before. I'm sure we'll say it again. Our shorter episodes come in a couple varieties. And I think this one hits a couple of them square in the center of, like... These are good episodes, so we're not going to have much to rant about. Also, they're mostly just a fight. Like, literally this, like, we're talking about two episodes here today, but actually, we're talking about one episode here today. This is very much just, like, one long episode that they split in two, and it's a fight throughout. There probably is that, like, when... Sentai is just competent. There's not as much to talk about. Yeah, and these are these are more than competent. These were genuinely good in some portions, genuinely moving episodes. Uh, well, let, let's try. Let's let's stop talking about how it'll be hard to talk about it, and then just talk about it because maybe it will take longer than we thought. Okay, fair enough. Fair e enough. Episode forty-three. So at the start of it, well, at at the end of the previous one, uh, escape created. The Zeta Megazord, a giant kind of cloud-looking one, and it was real strong, but then it's also invisible, and it did the thing of, like, oh, its power is unstable, you need to retreat for a bit for next episode. Yeah, like, it it was invisible, it had a very strong energy shield, which didn't actually come up this episode. Uh, but, like, it's uh, it was a super powerful mech that they were very worried about, and so the base has been on high alert for, like, two weeks. Like, as they start this episode off, like, they've been on high alert for two weeks, and they're just finally going off of it to send the rangers out to do some community goodwill work. Yeah, like, you know, they can't be panicking forever, so whatever, we'll just assume that the enemy is going to ambush us, and let's go, let's go to the orphanage and put on a stage show. Yep, 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 I, let's I, have the most thematically appropriate ambush we can think of. I, again, it's, this is another side of the show being a bit weird, because, like, I th these are the secret agents of the energy company. Like, 
And, oh, but they also show up to the orphanage. I, I guess they kind of recruit from the orphanage. So that's... Yeah, that's where they get their super soldiers. Yeah, true. We're only we're only seeing like the public face of Go. Their cover was blown, but there's like the double secret Go Busters that are like slit throats, <laughs> a couple towns over, like doing wet work in foreign countries that nobody knows. Harry, is this or like, is this orphanage run by the energy company? Are these the orphans created by the energy company? Probably, yeah. The the the, the official orphans. Well, yeah. So, uh, but the Rangers, they're legit pumped about this apparently this is something that they do annually which kind of begs a couple of questions like i mean the the vagras only started attacking this year right well like i were were they just kind of public spokespeople before who never really fought i i mean i i think you could just volunteer at an orphanage like they it's it's not america so they may not be critically understaffed but still like I think you could just be like, hey, I want to do something nice for orphans, and, you know, you're just allowed to do that. Yes, we're going to do something nice for orphans after doing something terrible to a group of not-yet-orphans. Yeah, we we need to offset our orphan carbon footprint. <laughs> we ruined these ones, so we need to have these ones turn out well. Yes, 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 yes. Eventually, they'll create the perfect orphans. Uh, but anyway... <laughs> I mean, I get what you mean, but some of mine was like, they could also just adopt them. <laughs> but no, we must become orphans and become perfect. Uh, enter and escape. Uh, they're chatting with each other. Uh, apparently there's two cards uh, that are primed to awaken, and they're at the same location. It's a nice double whammy event. Ah. Uh. And uh, as uh, as they're plotting, like the Rangers, they're getting ready for this performance. Like they're they're fucking pumped. Like they're doing Christmas decorations by hand. Red is dressed up as Santa. Like he actually does a pretty good Santa. Like this is this is a thin guy, but you know he's got the padding and he's like you know being able to move with it. Like he looks a compelling Santa. It it's an interesting minor character trait, which are kind of the, some of the better ones in uh, Sentai because you know these shows are so overblown usually. But when Red, like for whatever reason, has to get into costume, he really goes all out. Yeah, like uh, early on in this series, there was that episode that we thought was a throwaway episode about him being a street performer. No, no, that has come up many, many times. Like, yeah, this dude also- is a performer to his core. Yeah, and in the Phantom Thief episode that we basically skipped over, like, he, he was dressed up as the Thief Girl's, like, butler, and he was pulling off a Stasi butler outfit the whole time. Like, he, he was he was pulling that off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, Hiromu, he's all business when we see him, but in his off hours, he actually runs, like, a fashion blog. And that's a secret hope. <laughs> I like that. I like that headcanon. This is, you know... Some of our headcanons are, you know, secret orphan murder squads, but some, sometimes our main characters just like, uh, you know, interesting fashion stuff in their off times. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, so the Rangers, they're getting set up at the orphanage. Uh, they meet with the uh, uh, the headmaster. What What's like the leader of an orphanage called? Supervisor. The super, okay. Uh, the supervisor at the orphanage, which Blue recognizes, of course, it's going to be someone from the orphanage, like the... There was no mystery there. They didn't need to drag that one out. Uh, 
I, I yeah. actually, I thought they were going somewhere weird with it, but it was, it was actually just, it was effective because it was such a simple thing. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and uh, Enter finally goes to the place where the two cards are, and they have landed in an armory on top of a sword and a shield. Yeah. That's kind of where you want your la- your cards to be landing, to turn into monsters. Yeah. and uh, A little bit better both... than, like, a building. So they both activate, you know, start sucking up some energy and transforming, and Enter says, you know what? It's a special occasion. Let's mix this up. Let's mix this up a bit and slabs the forming monsters together, forming one sword and shield uh, droid. Yeah, it it's actually a very compelling monster design. It's like it's split down the middle, looks pretty gnarly, like left half samurai, right half knight. Yeah, and also their voices are different when the monster later on is doing stuff. Like the 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 knight half has a has a feminine voice and also speaks very like cultured and refined. And the Japanese voice is very masculine and also, like, kind of rough and, uh, like, kind of, uh, like a, a ruffian. Yeah. Uh, and so this monster, like, you know, we have some subtle monsters. This is not that. This monster kind of just walks right out into the street and starts just slamming super attacks into buildings, intentionally creating injuries among the population. Yeah, this, this is a genocide monster. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, as we find out, it is trying to piss off the rangers. Yeah, like, uh, as the fight starts, it keeps talking about loving the screams of humans, and everyone gets pissed and goes to fight it, but then green energy gets sucked out of them, and they get, like, a little weak for a second. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, this this monster literally has Cloud's Omni-Slash from Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. Like, he just slashes at the air, he creates, like, you know, an X, and then he kicks it, and it goes and blows something up. Okay, that's that's his X-slash, though. Okay, his X-slash. The Omni-slash is where he jumps up and then slashes a bunch of times. Oh, he probably has that, too. Eh. It's a sword monster. I Maybe if he leveled up, but he, he dies in this episode. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they engage him, but this guy, he's strong and like as they're like punching kicking him like they continue to get drained because you know they're getting worked up by him and then furthermore when enter and escape show up in these black christmas costumes and uh they just start talking about their dead family yeah you know hey it isn't a christmas tradition for your families to get totally fucked up it was 13 years ago you know you lost everything the rangers they're getting bodied Uh, and uh the monster it's getting stronger and stronger, uh, but a couple hits get landed on it, and, you know, escape panics, because this thing has two chunks of their papa in it, and, you know, Enter agrees, and they retreat for now. Uh, so, Enter and Escape, they're kind of, like, uh, chatting amongst each other, and Enter informs Escape that, like, they actually kind of have enough data at this point, so it's not terribly important if cards get lost now. Yeah. Like, uh, Escape just wants to reform Messiah right now because that will have the best chance for it to be the Messiah she knows and loves. But Enter says, eh, our, he's an entity that constantly evolves from, like, a small piece of code, like, always adopting, so really, it's just as good to create an entirely new Messiah. You know, we don't really need the old one. We're not indebted to him in any way. You know, who gives a shit? Was Enter intentionally trying to piss off Escape? I think more he's just, like, being more honest about his intentions at, at this point. 
because he he actually thought that uh, Escape was kind of at heel because she was like following his commands directly lately. Partially at heel, but also partially like she'd showed some sides of growth herself. Like she adapted herself with code, gained a transformation ability. They'd been working together. I think like he was extending a bit of an olive branch saying like, hey, you know, straight talk here. We don't need old Messiah back. We could do our own thing. And he was like testing the water saying like, hey, maybe we could just do this thing. He he, he showed her some respect. Hopefully, Andrew, hopefully Escape would be cool with that. Spoiler alert, she is not okay with this. No, she is not, which we'll see in just a little bit as uh, the two uh, Megamechs uh, show up to fight. Red requests that he stay on the ground and engage the small monster alone. Uh, he says he has a plan. And uh, the colonel agrees and wheels out a Christmas tree dramatically uh, with like lights flashing to say like, hey, you guys have had a shit Christmas. I've been working like to give you guys as good a Christmases as possible. So we are going to save this one. We are going to make sure everyone has good Christmases going forward. <laughs> we're, we're not losing Christmas, damn it. That is why we're fighting for Christmas spirit. Now go and kill that monster from another dimension. And so the mechs show up. Mm -hmm. It's a Gamma and a Delta. And the mech swords, they're doing various things to fight it. Like I, I took lots of screenshots, but I'm not sure like they, they a do a megazord fight like it's listen that's I, I, we should try to slow it down at least a little bit because we'll end this one quick yeah 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 uh i just the thing is it's not a particularly inspiring megazord fight yeah okay we'll, we'll skip past this one but whatever like so they Hirobu... spend so much more time on the ground yeah on the ground hirobu is just he's standing in front of the sword and shield droid mm -hmm. and it's it's mocking his parents. It's saying like, oh, hey, you're here. You must be as dumb as your super dead parents were to like fight me like this all alone. Man, you suck. But Hiromu is fine. Just standing there. Calm. Yeah, like extremely calm and like not making a move and getting goaded and the baddie starts to like throw some attacks and like, sure, like Red is blocking. He like uh, sends one of the uh, the X strikes like into the air to explode. Um, but he's not, he's not attacking. He's not throwing punches. They, they wonder what's going on. But then out in the command center, the commander reveals that he's actually listening to the music box his parents gave him so long ago. Yeah, his bike went around the corner after dropping him off and just pulled out a music box. And he's just been like, uh, he's just been like turning it, turning it. And the music is playing in Red's helmet and keeping him calm and centered so that he experiences no anger and does not feed this thing, while at the same time studying its moves. Because there's nothing less enraging than listening to Christmas jingles over and over <laughs> on repeat. Sam, I worked at Toys R Us on Black Friday. Yeah. I was two holly jolly Christmases away from locking the doors and burning it with everyone inside, including me. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but this is a very... <laughs> Very thematically, specific, I totally understand. Sense memory for yes, him. I know. Great thematically, it works. It's great. It's beautiful. I love it. Chris's songs fucking suck. I I'm going to go on record. I hate every Christmas song except for the couple of like traditional religious ones because those are at least about something. I'm not super religious, but like, uh, Oh Holy Night and the the bells one. Those those are good. 
because they're about something. Every other one can fucking die. I like I like the sad Christmas songs, the ones that are a bit wistful, like uh, Christmas makes me cry. I'm coming home for Christmas, like you know that that kind of style of Christmas song, where like it's not just you know sugary sweet like yes family togetherness and all that it's like no like there, there's actually some complex emotion going on at this time of year probably i, I would be fine losing them Aww. so <laughs> what hey there's some good there, there's some good casey musgraves christmas songs is all i'm saying that's how all i'm saying you, here how much would you enjoy them if you were like stacking uh like the the, the special fucking like beautiful doll section and like restocking Legos and, and just passing by the stacks of of that Power Rangers reboot movie Megazords that, that were never sold because they way overproduced those goods while your co-workers were spin kicking boxes because it was Toys R Us right before it closed and everything was going to shit and they could tell. It sounds pretty nihilistic, Harry. It sounds pretty nihilistic. Much Christmas- like the sword monster. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, right, sword monster, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, Red, Red, he's taken hits. He's taken body blows. But he's studying. He's staying calm. He's staying centered. He is not feeding it. And so, at a certain point, like, as his bike starts to just uh, sing a little Christmas song to him and, uh, and his headset, Red just goes for it. He knows that as soon as he starts fighting, there's a potential that this monster will start feeding off of him so he had to watch him for openings and then just strike it once and kill it mm-hmm. and it works and yeah he dashes forward gives it a couple big hits then puts together is this the first time they combined their like original like gun gadgets with the new big blaster gadget to create like a super blaster i do not remember uh, if this is the first time, I think usually they just use the suitcase, bl- the suitcase blaster, right? Yeah, but this time he puts them all together. I mean, uh, th- this might be the first time that they're approaching the end, so they got to get all the toy combos in before they before the series ends. Uh, well, he destroys it. Lots of big hit, and then two messiah cards pop out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Enter dashes past and retrieves them, saying like, "Hey, look." A lot of cards have gotten destroyed, but I want to keep these ones. They're they're a little good. But then they are ripped from his hands by Escape, who is in her cloaked mech and has been floating above watching this entire thing go down. <laughs> I, I get it's cloaked, but I love the idea of, like, something the size of a fucking Megazord just invisibly going through a city. Like, it's both silly, si- silly but also super interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. At least this one can, like, levitate... So it's not like just, you know, stomping, stomping, stomping invisibly. Like, really, that would be super interesting. Like, an invisible clover field. Like, there's something monstrous and wrecking stuff, but you can't even tell where it is. That's that's scratching the back of my memory. Like, is there a horror movie that's like that? I mean, it follows, but that's not exactly. Yeah, maybe. I'll think about it a bit more. Uh, but yeah, like, so Escape grabs the two cards, and she grabs Enter. Hey, you've just been treating my papa as your pet, trying to teach it tricks for your game. Uh, yeah, you I'm taking papa back. back. Yeah, I don't need you anymore, and nor do I. Yep, uh, and uh, enter, like, he just 
placidly says it's tragic that your imperfections have made you a perfect mirror of humanity. And so she crushes him with her Megazord fist. Yeah, it's like a burst of code and Enter is dead. Yep, and uh, the mech just absorbed two more cards, so it's a little bit more juiced, a little bit, a little bit hardier, and it was already dangerous before. Yeah, now more parts of it are glowing red. It like gets a bigger arm at this point, I think, and it's it, it's its arms are like transform into like red armored versions at this point, and so the uh, Gobuster Ace dashes forward to light a sword attack. It grabs a sword and starts absorbing it. Oh, uh, by the way, we have jumped into the next episode. Like, if you didn't notice the editing break there, uh, neither did the show producers. Uh, but yeah, like, Asa, uh, Asa Sword is getting absorbed. And this Messiah Zord just, like, punches Ace in the face and just knocks it down, like, hard. Yeah. I, I think also at this point it starts letting out giant nuclear bomb explosions. Yeah, uh, Red very quickly is fucked like you know a sword is gone inside this uh inside the back like his helmet is cracked and he's covered in blood like uh, he he's in a real bad way and the other backs have to like fire all their ranged weapons uh to get messiah off him for a few seconds so they can retreat and rally uh and so messiah just stands back and creates a megazord reaction 10 megazord reactions it's summoning 10 robots yeah, if we thought, like, the double event last time was bad, like, now we have ten Megazords coming in, and, uh, backed by the hyper-strong Zeta. Like, the- This isn't the final episode of the show, Harry, but, like, this felt like a finale. Uh, this is, like, the second of three finales of this <laughs> show. Like, the first finale was around episode 30, the second was episode 44, and then we'll have an actual finale of, what, like, episode 50? Uh, so, and they, in about an hour, there'll be two alphas, two betas. Five minutes after that is a gamma and a delta. And then 15 after that, it's one of each, alpha, beta, gamma, delta. So they have a little bit of time, and uh, they, they take Red to the hospital. He's, like, fighting and kicking and resisting the entire way, because he just wants to get back out there, even though his mech is pretty fucked and needs to be repaired. Right. So, uh, Yoko... Uh, realizing something about her dad says hey the rest of Jin's data was backed up onto a card that Enter had and he just got crushed uh, what about that and Jin very casually says I told you not to get your hopes up whatever I'm fucked <laughs> it's gone along with Enter just move on yep ever the realist gold but uh, yeah so like uh, they they come up with a plan like they're going to try and jump the mechs as they appear and just kill them as quickly as possible and try not to engage the Zeta. Yeah, because they cannot fight the Zeta yet. They're still figuring it out. They will at least have the red mech out there because uh, it's uh, getting repaired faster than its pilot and uh, the bike is actually able to pilot it. Mm -hmm. not, uh, not as well as the Ranger, of course, but... Yeah, but he offers, like... Because that, that's part of... Uh... Uh, Nick's whole arc is that he's been trying to get more and more active with this thing. So at this point, he's learned, like, whatever, I can pilot Ace, I can combine, you know. I beg of you, let Hiromu rest for one hour. Let him get fully up to speed, or as much as he can get before he actually gets into this. Because otherwise, he's just going to kill himself. 
And so, like, we have the the boss rush begin. And, like, this is... Uh, we're kind of jumping around a lot, but so is the show. Like, the, the editing here, like, you know, it's it's cutting to the Zayden, the city just blowing stuff up. It's cutting to the base, like, everyone in a panic. It's cutting to the repairs on uh, on Ace. It's cutting to the hospital. Like, it's, it's fast, it's moving, it's, like, showing a lot of dynamic stuff. I... I really dug the editing here and it's so hard to talk about. Yeah. The, the Megazords, they start in just their beast forms, like kind of doing individual attacks, but then they start shifting through various transformations. The, the one we only saw once where it's the red mech and then also the jet mm-hmm. creating the, the, the flying red mech. So they pop a couple of the, uh, of the big uh, monsters and then they lure the rest near a river where the frog guy shows up. Yep, the one from the movie. Uh, the, the, this is just a brief cameo. Yeah, I mean that it, it it seems like a very compelling build. It destroys a couple mechs, combines with uh, red and blue, and they're they're good. They're quite good. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, it also kind of makes sense that it's not used much because it was designed for aquatic combat, but the swords don't really bother with water much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, here, just one time the match, so fucking lure it near a river and whatever, then they can fight. Uh, so they're they're doing pretty good popping these early mechs. Unfortunately, Escape and the Zeta are still there, and so she trundles up and starts to engage just at the same time as a few more reinforcements show up. Yeah, well, she also uh, absorbs one of the Alpha Megazords. Because that's what they're realizing they're actually here for. She She's calling Megazords to be eaten and make the Zeta Megazord bigger and bigger and more like Messiah. Yeah, so this this bot's getting extremely large, especially when in a little bit, like, she, yeah. So she absorbs, what, three of the Megazords total? And it becomes a full uh, Messiah Megazord. I think that's what it's called. It's, uh quite scary and then it absorbs some of the town too and we did get a, a little bit of the colonel saying that they were going to evacuate the populace but uh god knows they probably didn't get everyone oh uh, yeah but like this thing it's it's spiky it's arm it's, it's a really cool design it's armored it's also fucking like three times as tall as any of the other megazords in the area it, it is a, another tier bigger and and we're talking about like the the Power Ranger Megazord, where it's all combined together, and that is, like, twice as tall as the standard enemies that they were fighting. This thing is huge. Yeah, this is, like, super-dimensional fortress size. And just walking around Tokyo. And shooting lightning and lasers and just being absolutely immune to everything. Yeah. Uh, Escape is in the control room. Saying like, oh, I could feel your power flow through me. You're the pop I know and love. You're you're great. You're the best. We're the best. You and me. And then Messiah's attention just turns to her and says, escape, return to me. Uh, I don't need you anymore. And she barely has time to say Papa before she is instantly killed. R.I.P. Escape. Yeah. Like, is she actually God? Like. Uh, that, that escape is dead, man. Dang, that's a uh, that's rough. That is rough. Uh, so, but yeah, it, but it's her- around this time, though, that we jump back to the hospital and Red has been resting 
and the doctors they you know they treat him a little bit more and he lets them treat him and then he stumbles into the command's tower uh with the colonel uh and you know he looks at messiah and sees the form he's been dreading and like his dreams slash visions whatever mm-hmm. uh he well it's close enough to the end i can say he doesn't have some kind of future sight so i, I guess that was just you know dramatic uh foreknowledge I mean, he probably saw the blueprints in his parents' house when he was a kid. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, the colonel, like, you know, he looks at him. Red's still in a bad way, but the colonel nods and he says, like, you know, today's the day. Today's the day we save humanity. And then he hands him the lion suitcase. The outside, the crew, and they're in their megaswords, they're fighting Messiah. And they're saying, like, all right, he's going to eat the whole world, and we really can't let that happen. Yeah, uh, really can't. Uh, the bike inside the Red Megazord has kind of been getting the worst of it for a little bit now. Uh, but, like, right before it's taken out, the lion finally shows up, being driven by Red. Yep. They they do the form where the Red is driving the lion as a bike. And then, you know, they lots some hits. But then, I think the Red Megazord, I forget, it's close enough to the end. It may actually be permanently, like, or effectively, like, destroyed here. Because they say, all right, this one's done for. Just go to the other combination. Yeah, like, they're, they're dismounted, but they did finally land some hits on Messiah that stuck. Like, they're starting to unbalance the final boss. Although not the final boss, the final boss is in six episodes. Yeah. Uh, this feels like the final boss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they all cheer up. Uh, like they they land a big hit, a big finisher, and it doesn't kill him. And then, I I guess it's kind of like a because we were able to convey this in Go Buster or in uh, Go Kaiger, but like in this, all I can say is that they all talk about how they're going to win and like yell really loud mm-hmm. and kind of glow, and then they land another hit and it works. Well, uh, you're underselling it a little bit. Like they did a standard hit before, and then like when they. But they get back up, uh, they shrug off a shot uh, from Messiah that he thought was going to kill him, and then they stick their spear through Messiah's chest and fire a laser behind it and just blow out the back of the big enemy mech. It's a, it's a legit really cool shot. It, it is. Uh, it is. And I guess the main thing I want to take away here is that like the three main crew all like do their yelling dramatically into the camera, and... Yellow really is bad at it. Blue is pretty good, but red, he, I mean, he's a good red because he has a very intense stare and yell. I love this crew. Like, this is a really good ranger crew. Yeah, it, it's good. And and they finish Messiah. Like, they do it. They win. And they're like, they're surrounded by a crater that used to be a city, but they finished the boss. Uh, so they head off to the orphanage. And they hang out with the kids. They have, like, a party. Uh, Jay, he becomes a tree. <laughs> uh, Ormu yeah. does some juggling. Blue kind of flirts a little bit with the supervisor. And then uh, Gold really flirts with Red's sister. Yeah. And then outside, menacingly, enter Reforms. And seems a little worse for wear. He has got glowing fuck-off red eyes and a bit of a tilted attitude. Yeah, he says, like, Joyu Noel, Go Busters. Mm-hmm. 
Which I'm assuming is something like Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's just Merry Christmas in French. Great. Uh, and one so, of the final shots is uh, Jin and the Colonel just, like, clinking champagne glasses together. Yeah, like, it's... Before their midnight kiss. Yeah. Like, let, let's get... Let's let these crazy kids have their party and we're having a private session. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, that... I mean, I said it again about, like, episode 30, but that would be satisfying as a finale. Yeah, but the finale coming up isn't bad, I'll say that. Okay, okay. Because they've, they've had two good finales so far, Harry. Yeah. Like, but... of the three finales, how would you rank the actual finale? Uh, you know, it's been a while since I've seen it. Okay, okay. If it's le- if it's at least comparable, then, you know, that that's fine. If it's, you know, of similar quality, then we're good. Because I, 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 I really like these episodes. I... I watched the series and I was happy at the ending, like at the time. So I, I doubt, I doubt it's like a huge downturn, if if any kind of downturn. Right? We'll see, we'll see in a few episodes. Um, so we'll have to see because I, I've been trying to do a thing and it's been like a little difficult to do, but I may get it done. And if we do that, then next episode we may be. So, uh, this is episode forty-four. Episode forty-five is a one-off. It's the last one-off. Okay. But makes sense for them to have a one off. Yeah. Episode 46 could. We could either cover it with 45 as kind of an intro to the finale and then cover the whole finale. So we could do that. But if I could get the thing I've been working on working, then next episode might just be 45 and that thing. Okay. Okay. That that sounds good. Yeah. And then we could just do a a massive blowout of the the true finale. 46 through 40. Died through through fifty. I mean, there, there's a lot of fighting. Okay, I suppose that's fair. Hmm. Alrighty, uh, that that sounds great, and I'm looking forward to doing it in a week or two. But uh, what are we gonna keep doing until such time? We're gonna keep dancing. We are going to keep dancing to Christmas music. No, we're gonna not to Christmas music. Anything but Christmas music. Yeah. <laughs>